time, baby. How's your new love? <laughs> oh, I hope he's doing fine. It's a funny thing, baby. You know what the cats told me? <laughs> I heard you told him. That you would love him till the end of time. Some kind of a cue you by that. You know what, baby? Whoa, that's the same thing that you told me. It was just seemed like <laughs> the other day. Nice seeing you again, and uh, I won't send you a rap to you too doggone long, because I don't want your man to come by. In fact, I'm trying to cop this thing. Cat must be doing all right, uh, you know, like the way you're dressing everything. Dress you like you bad motor scooter, baby. No stuff. No BS about that at all. <laughs> but I won't talk to you too doggone long. You know, Teddy Cat may be drowning. Colorado, Moxie or something. If I went in the past by and think I'm trying to cop his thing, let me have a machine gun, anything. May have a dog that's bigger than my dog Sam. Have both of us up. So baby, I'll just tell you what I got to do. You remember this though, you know. Yeah, still look good, baby. Sure enough looking good. I got to go now, you know what, but I'll see you somewhere around, don't forget this baby, you never can tell now, when JP will be back in town. baby <laughs> just remember what I told you but in time you're gonna fade ain't it funny now mama yeah now yeah how time slips right on away Sam, I guess we'll walk on back to the house. I thought we were having something going, but you didn't see anything. I saw something, but, uh, you know, it's already taken. Now, I'm sure you remember her. She's come by the past. She's taking you walking sometime, too. I see you wagging your tail. You must remember, too, you know. So we're going back to the house and uh, find something to do. I watch the ball game.
California, I guess. Sales book will visit your home. 
I got a jackpot, 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 prizes, 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 I would guarantee I do we do it, I do we do it, I do we do it, I do we do it. We need your business. I'm going out of business. So get all the business in. If I'm going out of business, say. And receive our free brochure. Zero. Yeah, zero. Please allow 30 days for delivery. Terms available. Your credit is good. Vets no down. For a nominal service charge, batteries not included. Gas the rattle, cause the rattle, move the rattle, gas the rattle. It's the large prince giveth and the small prince taketh away. It's the rattle, gas the rattle. I said, oh, get away from the kids. You bother me.
mother sighing Views had just come over We had five years left of crying News guy wept and told us was wet then I knew he was not lying I heard telephone opera house favorite melodies song boys toys electric irons and TVs a brain hurt like a warehouse it had no room to spare I had to cram so many things to store everything in there and all the fat skinny people Yeah.
the school for the factory from pocket money to a salary from a pack of mac to a compact case and every morning she inspects her face she discovers pulling pints in pubs that the good looks will never cover up for in taking the stock sees her reflection in a butcher's shop she finds it all quite rare but her meat's all vanity fair she finds it all quite rare but her meat's all vanity fair she has her eyes on the Excuse the deal she wants always ends up screwed. Paints her nails on the bathroom scales, gobbles her breath like a landed whale. Her beauty is as deep as her skin, keeps her eyebrows in a tobacco tin. She poses for on a chair.
Jackson, Simon Agar, Fogel, 320 at KHJ. On the reeled out steel show on a super Saturday afternoon, speeding away Four men on a search. Each man different. Living his own way. Searching. Discovering numero... To right feet on backwards tackle nonsense in a sensical sensual causal relationship of worldly matters of materially frantastical emotioning questions of checkery and balanced and even more set of throws into the early to be evening, if that was your time of night, and it was, not to stop bother or just that it was, slily changed and to the left again, patter as if that pattern was gently dipped into a spiky street of electrics whizzed by with the murmurs of hearts neatly tucked behind stereos while mild chatter of the news events of a day yet to come more was happening a world away, as it always was and thus reported into the airwaves if you were inclined or reclined to listen or let it flow into as the FM programming you choose to start your day. When the day becomes and turns away the night which you forget for the purposes of sanity, yet seek it again on a regular basis to maintain such a staticity of non-forgetfulness, only slightly to offset the ends of sanity again, and again, which oddly fits your design, or did and does by memory alone, as you may be in these moments as listening again, what is it that continues the forces of life inside any of us, or simultaneously all of us, and also what brings death and is that in sequence or altogether? Is death perhaps overworked these days, and should we feel sorrow for a job which ought not to return a lot of satisfaction to such a non-forced force of zeroing out, or is it a time of jubilee for the finals to be lifted and sorted or tossed around on sleds into a trucked city vehicle while their families ponder from far away if they'll see their child in the stars that very evening, or perhaps next week, and wait. It was a ghost town. This town outside of town, where the reported and seemingly dead arrived, in a bus, to a bar which nay served alcohol, at a time which was neither between day or night, and as it unloaded, the people on it, looked forward and around a bit, and didn't talk or offer each other a help of any kind, for that's what got them into this predicament. And it was a predicament, preceded by a non-behavior and thrown under, their arms like the pillow they brought to bed and perhaps still had clinging on as some to the last bits of electrics which grounded them to this, the planet of their choosing, as delivered their lifetime ago by that hopped up beast of perhaps a stork, or shot out of a cannon as they now remembered, making their way towards a new challenge, delivered at that very hospital, or one near and far away from their hearts, which were no longer beating themselves up like the drummer they perhaps followed, or perhaps even made a sound in motion to start their own circle, and did. Well did, was the operative word here, and there was no operation. For some this was a relief and for others they'd hoped of a bit more fervor in their demise, instead of this old bus, which was now pulling away to get some more. And the more company it brought, you'd think the mood would change, or that the party would start, and that life would begin again for these souls without narrow pair of sock on some, perhaps too rich to go poor on the streets they loved, or even not given the chance to go mad and rediscover a world of living before they unchoose to, well, what had happened? Death was standing over, just there. But he had a sort of uniform on. Not the usual one you'd expect, big black coat with cold black eyes you couldn't see. And he had a voice. Again, 
not the usual tonal somber one you'd see in film, but a quiet calm and directing voice, as he took out a map and motioned to a set of others on where this next lot was meant to settle. A settlement for the dead. On this planet? Or in it? There was a hole up ahead. Some people were already walking towards it, perhaps that's where they were meant to go in such a malaise of non-reasoning, they reasoned with each other and some began to point. The men pointed back at them and motioned. There was a young man, or perhaps a young woman though likely it was a manning based on his pajamas he'd been comfortable up until a moment ago, or several, counting the Riga's route which the bus took on its way up here. Or was it down here? He pondered. The lights were still visible from where he stood, that way over there. That warm city, and now this cold plot in plotted bit of land with a warmish hole. That was their reasoning. The man's name had to be reminded to himself at this moment, by the too soon pair of other uniformed men who approached him and called to his attention his new identification. It goes on your toe, sir, was a bit of laughter from the other. We tag him and bag him and you have made a grade up to the other level one said. Oh. It's just I. Was a stammering about to happen. He thought he'd get his bearings first, but time in this place was not a luxury as it was on the, and where am I? Level K, said the other. That's where we're taking you. Answers to his questions were not forthright and he decided he would walk along and discover what the men were up and about. They looked down at his feet and turned with each other and walked a bit in the direction our character was thinking of going in anyway. They all moved forward. One had a radio, and it twackered every 30 seconds or so. No audio and there was a solemn understanding between the men, who moved in their usual way and as if they had some regular duty here, and they did. To deliver this man to the level, as stated, K. A small door appeared lit only by the seam to show that there were electrics inside, and perhaps life he thought. I mean who would power the electrics, and perhaps there was heat. It was dimly cold and wet outside, and he'd hoped for perhaps a cocoa once they'd arrived at a resting spot. The door opened and a middle-aged woman motioned them in. Inside was just the couch, and a television which was not turned on, and he sat as was motioned to do so, and they left. He fiddled with the couch and sat for a bit, then decided to lay down and wait for something else to happen. His eyes closed. Closure, he thought to himself as in close again, and now on a couch. He'd just left his bed, and how? Odd he couldn't remember. What about the night before? Still nothing. Though he recognized his own pajamas. They were a gift, for he'd never consider wearing clothes to bed until people started buying them at holidays. Birthday. His mind sprang a bit. Yeah, he remembered that. Well the word anyway, but forgot the date. Hum. He hummed to himself. The couch was comfortable still, and still, and as he was, was noticing the something nothing around him was as familiar as his memory of forgetfulness. He was kind of enjoying the non-enjoying and hoped it would last for a while too, when a chime chimed. Your up popped in the young women, through a door which appeared only momentarily and lingered lit and hopeful for his arrival through it and onto something new and perhaps exciting. I wouldn't bet on it the young women held the door open still. Oh, what? Exciting, isn't it you'll think to yourself as you walk towards me and perhaps it will be, but I've never seen it her eyes bobbed a bit over his pajamas. 
He was noticing that everybody was noticing his pajamas, including himself and he smiled now and turned up towards the lady and decided to make a change. James, he offered a glance over her in his hand to shake it if she was so undesirable to do so. Oh she shook his hand and her lips stilted towards a similar smile in a manner liking to him. Your new home is it? Last one left you behind? Well we've got you here and in the now she offered a bit more of herself as light conversation. Oh, well good, I mean. It's nice to. I mean. See. I mean look at you. Still human right? Aren't we? A bit more of that and we'll all be in to spring in no time she beamed a bit more here come along and listen. And put her arm around him as they both walked into the level while she let the door close behind them. There is more conversation through here, and there. And. She motioned there. The ideas are sorted throughout but I think you will find they're color coded to your liking. At least I think so. The mats are for player playfulness, not resting, and the coffee pot is locked up. But I'll get you a cup if you'd like. Caffeine at this time of night though, I wouldn't recommend it, but some do. Just up ahead the hallways were opening and rooms became larger, with a twisty maze of passages broken off from left to center and they appeared to light up as he saw people walking around and through them, with some evidence of direction. Some were carrying notebooks and others simply appeared and disappeared in their gowns without shoes, of varying colors. Yes, I'd love a cup. It'll just get me started yet no. I mean it was a long. He'd forgotten about the bus. He'd forgotten about the door he'd remember this place, surely. And he looked over to her to see what she was about to say. Synaptic haptics the stated in plain technical language. It's the engine which runs this place. Thought up by thought itself. Kind of a miracle it works at all, and that's kind and to the point. You'll discover in a second and she handed him a coffee. It was black and sweet, and a bit artificial tasting, and he sucked at it and it was warm and he kept the cup at his side and thought to speak. So what do you do here? I mean besides this he attempted a light bit of conversation he was sort of used to, in these types of situations which had now become rare enough. I bring the people who power the machine, and you're it. Would you like to know more? Because I would. We all would, and the last one just fired. Oh good there's still some in there, I thought I'd have to push you in the chute, but things seem to still be functioning. Shoot. Shoot. Oh that there. Well I wouldn't jump in there, it's frightening you'd have to push me. They both smiled. Yes, that's what I do, normally. But we have some time, would you like to take a walk? They did walk, around the outside, as it was in this place of interior and occasionally they saw some people, and mostly it just hummed, and they talked. And she reminded him of some of the tools of coping he'd forgotten, and while he didn't need coping now, he thought he might, and might remember, and if anything it was that, and her smile and they carried on about the place, and, well about the place and what it was for and for whom and why indeed and however and so and so about who the guy was walking, and then about the drawings on the walls they were passing and the variety of colors which were always just on the sides of them as they passed through each space. Things were indeed warm at this moment, and he looked at her again, this time with familiarity and friendship, and was hopeful they could stay together for some time more, and that they'd discover this place and see it in the new light, and carry each other on in conversation and fluidity and that it would be good for the pair of them. 
if you'd like, was her verbal response to his nonverbal reckoning. It's more and more like yourself the more you put into it, you'll find that, and it'll find you, and bit more at a time while we're all comfortable, and that's the idea she smiled jokingly. The idea she repeated it's just that's the point of this place. Two of you, the idea. Welcome to level K. We're off to a good start, I thought you might, and here we are. Fab. If you have any more, I'm keen to listen she listened. Hear that warble up ahead? That's you. We'd best keep be walking while it's still an idea and she took his hand, perhaps warmed by the coffee, but very likely by the idea of a place to have something, and hold it gently, and that wasn't the artificial sweetener talking. This place was a good idea, and he smiled to himself as gently as she touched his fingers, and carried himself up a bit with her, to the level, as it lit up and fired and the visuals became deeper and he even touched the walls sometimes and they glowed and he looked at her and she glowed, and it was pretty damn magical for this time of a lifetime to discover her in such a place, and so they flowed into it, and it flowed, and when they stopped, it still happened around them, and when then moved, there was a bit of zippiness, but it stayed with them. Well, we've reached 88 lines of code she stamped her feet gently as he just noticed her light shoes for the first time you know that's your little joke, and it's time for punch up punch tape light conversation. Here let's put on a bit of music. Thanks for the idea. The music came on and they smiled and continued on to walk and silently talk a bit, observing the synapses which fired in the vision which appeared on the walls, and it was fine and on and on they wanted to go. Which was a good start. I have a little joke too. He finally said out loud. Oh? You were fired. And he dove into her and kissed her everywhere at once illuminating the entire place with a spark which went off into every direction, just for a second, which seemed like the life and worth living for that instant and a lifetime, and instantaneously it was and is. At just a little synaptic joke, he grinned at her. She was still lit up and look at her arms, throw back she grinned, and welcome to the happenings of haptics. You've made a great day egg drop butter stop drop uh. That's funny coming from you. The next one's better. And it was, and was again, and again. And they fired each synapse they chose, and sparked with love at each quarter of an idea that made them look at each other, in their eyes, or eyes to any part that needed sparking, and they understood, for that was this place, and they continued and met each other and stayed themselves of course, and sometimes carried each other on in lighter conversation, or as they overheard the walls talking to them, and then they would suddenly smile and it would happen again. They banged on the brain walls just for the fun of it, and fell over as they were toppled about, and onto each other. And that made them laugh more and they rolled around and stayed here and there for a bit more each time, and sometimes they ran, if it was their choosing. And sometimes they posed and talked about the art which should be here and over there and sometimes they saved each other from a dull dream of underthinking, or over non-participating, and they had now and continued to begin, and know they had always been with each other, as electrics and electrics didn't falter. Not here in this purity of space, and space capped they fired it, and fired it again, and rang a bell and kicked the walls and made it jump and they tuned an orchestral of sound, and it rang through the chambers, and they found the corner of this place, and would create anything they wished for a time and time again, which they found with each and again too. And it was good. Dash.
The presided oracle audit modis are built and maintained for the inspirational inspired set of living juxtapositional elements which bring rocks to the ocean and women into fluffy places where cuddly was in fact, invented. Maintained with jester lues of material speculatory, we shine on the dark or believe it's for two and a half feet of tubing with the heat meant just for the now and now again, as needed. Take two. Aqua Q.
The spirit of John Coltrane leads us on today's journey on the morning train. I am your soul driver, J.D. Buell, and this is mutinyradio.fm and .sf. Thank you for joining me for today's ride. Thank you for supporting the station. We began with Albert Eiler in Greenwich Village. That was the name of the 1967 album recorded live in a couple locations. Greenwich Village, New York City. We heard four John Coltrane, and that was Eiler on the alto sax, Joel Friedman on cello, Alvin Silva bass, Bill Falwell bass, and Beaver Harris on drums. The great Albert Eiler recorded live in Greenwich Village. We then went to one of two Clifford Jordan quartets that appear on the double album Glass Bead Games, released in 1973, and that was the song John Coltrane. Clifford Jordan was joined there on tenor saxophone with Stanley Cowell on piano, Billy Higgins drums and percussion, and the song's composer, Bill Lee, on bass violin, as it is presented here. Well, it's been another bloody week here in the United States of armed assault. Cops killing citizens and citizens killing cops. This is what they warned us would happen back in the 1960s if we peeled back the cover too far. And so here we are. The week began with the 4th of July, dubious holiday at best, but also the birth date traditionally attributed to Louis Armstrong. Thank you. 